So good, hey. We've got so many testimonies. Um, I, I put something on Facebook yesterday about sh- sending your testimonies and quite a few people messaged me, which is great, um, which we might share over the next couple of weeks because it, we love teaching, but I want to balance teaching with testimonies because if we're just teaching, it's great, but test- teaching is to do. The whole point of the Bible is to have an encounter with the author so then we get to lead others into an encounter with that author. That's the whole point of Christianity is to encounter him through his word and his presence and then we get to go, oh wow, I can pass this on. So, so good. And hearing lots of testimonies. Karen, I'll get her up maybe in the next couple of weeks, um, but just praying for people that have had cancer and that's hard to do because it's sensitive and she's done it with honour and seen improvement in that. Um, prayed for people that struggling with sleep and I'll let her share and Joanne Wilson is just non-stop um, like lots Jimmy Jimmy Bacchaniosis like approaches people encourages them I know a lot more are Kurt's starting to step out which is amazing um, and I'm not going to just name people because I know a lot of you are but I'd love you to just keep sharing the testimonies even if it's just like Brett you're not sure what happened because we don't we don't measure success by the outcome because that's God's responsibility. We don't just brush our hands. We keep pressing in because we want him to, to move and, and touch people's lives. But, but our job is to, is to, is to act and, and to grow in belief, grow in trust that he is who he says he is, that he is good. So I want to encourage you, just keep putting them through. Church email address, um, private message me on Facebook because I want to get a whole stack and put them on the website so that people can look at them and go, wow, you healed this guy's back last year. So if you did that, man, you're going to heal my back. And it's just this encouraging thing because the word testimony actually means do it again. It means repeat because he's the same yesterday, today and forever. So Aaron stole my sermon this morning, which is great because God's all, all in it. I'm not going to speak for, for too long, just about 50. Um, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, the, the, I love, as Christians, we can, we, we, you know how I, I tease us as Christians, we get weird with stuff. And um, there's two extremes with baptism. It's either we can say it's for salvation. So we can say we get baptized to be saved or to have eternal life. That's one extreme. And then the other extreme is it's just a thing we do, like a, just a cool thing <laughs> and I'm like mm, it's not just a cool thing and it actually doesn't result in eternal life so like everything we're teaching and everything we're encouraging it's it's somewhere more in the middle where it's this incredible powerful declaration of I'm following Jesus and I'm letting everyone know but it's also combined with a uh, a symbolic act, a prophetic act, and a, a symbolic act, a prophetic act, and a spiritual act. It's not just a practical thing to demonstrate something that's happened inside of us, but it is prophetic. It is declaring that the heavens are open, that his presence is on me, and the Father is pleased. It is a prophetic act saying, before this moment, these, these guys, Jessica and Joshua, it is saying, hey, before today, I've said yes to Jesus. 
So before we were baptized, for those that have, before that moment of baptism, we, we said, I believe in you, Jesus. We said, come into my heart and transform the way that I think about you and about me and about people. We went through that process of belief. It's a promise. I believe in you. And what happens when we believe in him? We receive eternal life. So it's not in the baptism we receive eternal life. It's actually in the believing that Jesus is who the Father said he was. So that's incredible. But I love this journey of believing and baptism and not reducing baptism to just a little thing that we do. And if you don't, it doesn't matter. But it's powerful, signifying I once was dead, but now I'm alive. I once didn't understand who he was, but now I do. Everything's changed. The, the, the veil, so to speak, has been lifted and I can see him for who he truly is. He's not just a harsh taskmaster out of reach, but he's present and close. So I'm doing this today as a prophetic, spiritual act of obedience and symbolic of what's happened inside of me. When I go down in the water, it's signifying all the way that I used to think that was contrary to God is washed away. And as I rise, it's signifying coming alive to him. The Bible says that we once had a sinful nature. We, we, we couldn't not do wrong. But when Jesus comes in, I want to encourage us, church. This is the gospel. He changes everything. So heaven was open. I've got these on my notes, mate. The baptism of Jesus, it's the beginning. So I just want to remind us, church, like our vision is presence, health, and influence. Building a supernatural culture upon God's presence, which causes us to live in love, health, honor, and power as we introduce the world to Jesus every day. And I love it about the believing in baptism being at the beginning. Believing baptism being at the beginning of our journey, our faith, our walk, our marathon, our sprint at times. Our believing the baptism in the beginning. Believing baptism in the beginning. It's more powerful than we realize. It's much more powerful and it's because of those three points. Heaven was open and he didn't sew it back up. And I love what Aaron says, it's open, but a lot of us don't realize it's open. So we pray prayers like, open the heavens, Lord. And he's tap, 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 I open them. Didn't sew them up. But the awareness and growing into an awareness, actually, we can use language like, I'm growing into an awareness of having an open heaven. So we're confident when we pray for people. We're confident when we go, as I'm meeting the mayor in a couple of weeks, to talk about a few things in the community. When me, Pam and I are going to meet at Westall Primary with the principal about how we can help. There's about 100 kids that might not get a Christmas present this year. So we're like, can we, let's do that. Yeah, I want their age and name. We're going to pray for them and get a gift for them. I was going to announce that next week, wasn't I? <laughs> but, but this is what, it just, this is happening. Believing, baptism at the beginning. So the open heaven is stamped on our life. The, the, the Holy Spirit, that, that part of the Trinity that was hovering over the face of the deep in the beginning. He's doing the same thing at your baptism. He's, just, he's stirring, waiting. And we get baptized. We believe. We get baptized in the beginning of our journey. And the Holy Spirit 
comes upon us. It's a powerful, prophetic, spiritual act. And the third thing, we've got an open heaven, Holy Spirit coming on us to live out this life of praying for people. Remember what Jesus said? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Why? To preach to the poor, to help those that don't have anything, those that feel locked up inside, that we got the keys and we get to say, hey, you know what? You don't have to stay there. Jesus is real and amazing. And the third thing is, this is a big deal. The Father announced, like shouted, this is my son whom I'm well pleased. And the powerful thing about this, there's, a, there's quite a few powerful things, but for me that gets me is, is it was before Jesus did a thing. Before any ministry, before the water into wine, before the blind eyes opening, before the dead being raised, before demons and, and evil spirits being cast out. But it was before that. It was before it. Because we're, we're not valued and loved by God because of what we do. We're valued and loved by God because of who we are. Because he knitted us together. He knows us. He fashioned us. He formed us. He took great delight and care in the process of being created. He picked the year, the continent, and what family he'd be placed into. It was with such care. So this morning, can I encourage you that he sees you. He fashioned and formed you. He took great delight and great care. He is fully invested and involved in every person in this room's life. And when we make decisions, it's a decision away. The promise of God, the list of promises. Draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. Believe in me and you have eternal life. Say yes here and this will happen. Say yes there and that will happen. There's a, a, there's a list full of things that we get to make a choice and a decision into and the promise comes and is manifest. How are we going? Doing good? So believing in the baptism in the beginning signifies those three things that are meant for the normal Christian life. Heaven open and being aware of it and living with that confidently that all of heaven is backing you and it's open, that he's made available things that previously weren't. Healing, deliverance, salvation, influence and impact in people's lives wasn't available freely before the cross, before the baptism, before the believing, before him demonstrating on, time, on his time on earth. It wasn't available, but now it is. Open heaven, Holy Spirit over us, and the Father is well pleased. These things are so important for us to grasp once we're baptised. Because as I said, it's, it's the design, it's what it's meant to be like. Those three elements are meant to be flowing in and out of our life. Open heaven, Holy Spirit, anointing, helping us and, and knowing that we are well-pleasing to the Father even if we don't do anything. And the crazy thing that happens is because of that, we want to do stuff. So good. I remember I got baptised here. I had long hair. (laughs) 
Yeah, it was 2002, October. I made a decision. I believed Jesus in June 22nd, 2002. And I was baptized in October 2002. So it was shortly after. Because it is. It's a big deal. Jessica, it's not just a thing that we do. It's not a thing that we do because our parents tell us to do. It's a thing that we do. It's great dedicating your kids. We love doing that. But, but being baptized fully submerged in water, is a decision that only a person can make. And I came to that realisation after a crazy time. I came here one Sunday morning, long hair, hungover, sitting up the back when I was 20 years old. (laughs) Crazy. And then said yes to Jesus after a, a year of processing and experiencing him. And then I decided to get baptised. And it was a powerful morning. I probably didn't fully understand all of it. These three points that I'm sharing today, I probably didn't really under—I didn't understand fully that I was stepping into those three things being available. That it was signifying something new. Open heaven. We can pray for people. That the Holy Spirit's on me, and that the, that God was well pleased because I was always battling those things. I see, I hear about it, but I don't know if I can do it. Not sure if he's going to equip me. What if, what if, what if, what if? And I think he, he's not happy with me because I make mistakes every day. And then my Christianity was starting to form like this. What if, what if, no, but I'm not sure. No, it's not like that. He's not like that. I've heard a lot of stuff through the media and people and bad experiences. So I'm forming this, this view of God as I'm just growing. But as I've grown, as I've developed, as I've matured, as I've had experiences with God... Those three things are growing more and more. That I'm realizing that there is an open heaven. So like when we're praying with Praveen's um, brother-in-law here on Sunday morning two weeks ago, and we're just praying for a church because he lives an hour away. I said, what's wrong with this one, mate? Drive an hour? Come on. Um, I didn't. Yeah, I did. I did as a joke. So, so we're saying, okay, there's another church. Let's pray for this process. So we're praying for him. And then when we finish, I say, have you got a sore back? And they freak out, both of them. And we know that God speaks to us. Freely you've received, freely now give. It's not about offering and money. It's about the supernatural. So freely. So it's just, oh, have you got a sore back? We prayed for him. Praveen texted the next day and said he had no pain on Monday morning. It's like, come on, that's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. So then I was at Safeway. It was that, I think it was the next morning or Tuesday. And there was a lady standing at the counter just like this. I'm like, she wasn't like leaning on herself. Like, you know, she, you know, you know what I mean? Like normally you lean on something, you don't lean on yourself. So there's something going on there. That's a weird posture, like this. <laughs> like we don't do that, do we? But I go, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I just need a rest. You don't, you don't put your own weight on yourself for a rest or to be relieved. So I'm looking at her and I'm like, I don't need a word of knowledge. A word of knowledge is a spiritual gift when the Holy Spirit speaks about something that's currently true or was true in the past. So I didn't need that because I can see. The day before I did because I couldn't. Roland wasn't doing this. So pray for him, word of knowledge, amazing. Spirit speaks, not as weird as we think. We just have a thought and then say it. But then the next day I don't need that because I've got eyes. <laughs> but I know what he's like. So I just went up to her in line, and the, late, the Safeway lady wasn't happy. Um, anyway, it wasn't one of her employees. So I just said, hey, have you got back pain? She goes, yeah. I said, oh, yeah, I noticed your hand there. I noticed you're doing this one. No, I didn't say that. 
Um, and, then I, and then I got to explain that we see people healed a lot and I'd love to pray for you. And she didn't know really what to do, but she was so thankful. And um, it was amazing. And it broke a bit of fear off me because I was umming and ahhing. So I, I'm not sure exactly what happened in that moment. I didn't test it out because she was in line. Um, she was next and the person was waiting while I was praying. I don't normally do that. But um, yeah, anyway. But yeah, these things have started to happen since the believing, since the baptism in the beginning. It slowly started to grow that I do have an open heaven, that we all have an open heaven. As the kids come in, let's cheer the kids as they come in. Yay! Joshua and Jessica. Awesome. So are you guys ready? You're in your gear or you need to get changed? Are you guys ready? Or do you want to quickly get changed? That'd be awesome. So good. We'll get there in a, in a few minutes. So good, guys. We're excited. We're excited about the decision that you guys are making. Can't believe you cut your hair, Joshua. It looks really great like that, but I, I, get, I love people with long hair because I can't grow my hair. So it's okay. So, so these amazing things are happening. It's really exciting to see what's happening. And I'm just going to close in the last couple of minutes as these guys are getting changed. As I mentioned before, the, the, that all these things that are going out, like this morning during worship, and us dealing with stuff on the inside at home is, is our vision. As we learn to worship God and that He actually, it's not just a one-way street. Understanding that worship is all about Him first. But understanding that in that process, He's that good that He turns around and makes it about us. And we don't then go, oh, it's about us now. We keep saying it's about you and He keeps saying it's about you. And this process of, I love you, and us saying, I love you, and this this encounter, this experience that leaves us stunned, which then allows us to deal with stuff because we know he's pleased with us before we do anything. Learning how to experience him in worship and, 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 and loving him and in prayer qualifies us. It helps us, not qualifies, it helps us to go, you know what, this is going on. No one knows about it. And I want to I wanna be free of it. We've all, got, we're all going through stuff. We've all got a list of stuff. But as we step into presence, his presence, his face, we actually, it helps us go in and helps us deal with stuff. Stuff that might be holding us back, pain from the past. We've all got it, Christian or not. But he helps us deal with it, which what does that result in? When we're when our up and our in are healthy, try not to impact the world around you doesn't mean we don't start as we're still dealing with stuff. All three are happening. Presence, health and influence, up, in, out. It's all happening all the time. But the more we learn how to deal with stuff that we're going through, then we're going to be stepping into more confidence. And just in the last couple of minutes, I'm just going to read, I'm going to read a little, that vision statement of our church, building a supernatural culture upon God's presence. I'm just going to open that up a bit more. I wrote some things. I'm going to read one scripture and then we're going to baptize these amazing kids, Jimmy B. 
Awesome. So building a supernatural culture upon God's presence, which causes us to live in love, health, honor, and power as we introduce the world to Jesus every day. The goal is to introduce the world to Jesus every day. That's the goal. We're taking steps towards that goal. So what does that look like? We really, really value the supernatural power of God. We highly value and expect to see signs, wonders, and miracles all the time. And because we love, pursue, and prioritize God's presence, that supernatural culture of miracles and power is actually built on that presence. So we value the supernatural and we value God's presence. But the supernatural culture is built on the presence because he's first. Does that make sense? Which then results in transformation, that inner stuff. You know that stuff that... You, you, want a, something, you want something to change in your life. You can't shake the thought. There might be anxiety or depression, Christian or not. We're trying to shake it. That's where transformation comes in. When we build a supernatural culture on his presence. Transformation. Because we have experienced him and truly experiencing Jesus changes us. It causes us to live in love, hope, honor and power. And we get to see the world changed. That's the heart of our church, church. And I'm going to read one, one short scripture. I'll just paraphrase it. So the early church, we're talking about our church vision. We're talking about believing, baptism in the beginning, and then in the context of our church, and those three statements, an open heaven, Holy Spirit on us, and the Father well pleased. With all that being said and done, Jesus went up to heaven He said to the church, you can now do greater works. And they started doing it. Encounters, upper room, Holy Spirit falling. They're realizing there's an open heaven. And they start to preach the gospel of Jesus. They start to proclaim what he's done. And the Bible says that and signs and wonders were spreading. Miracles were spreading. The the local law, it was that intense that the local law wanted to kill them. They wanted to shut him down. They wanted to put him in jail, and they did. It was intense what was happening. News was spreading of these young disciples, this young church, like us. They, had, they saw the, the demonstration and the standard of Jesus, and he said, now you guys go because you have believed. You have been baptized, and this is the beginning, and these three things are over you, church, so go. And they started doing it. With much resistance, they had to scatter. But when they scattered because people were trying to kill them, every place they scattered to started to blow up in a great way with kingdom, with signs, wonders, and miracles. It's the Christian life. And Acts chapter 8, verse 8 is my final point. As Jimmy, do you want to come forward? As Aaron wants to come forward? That'd be great. Yeah, just just come over here, guys. It's going to be awesome. But Acts chapter 8, verse 8, this is, this is the result. This is our vision, church. The Bible says, and there was, there was great joy in that city. There was great joy in that city. What does it look like for Destiny Church to believe about the believing and the baptism in the beginning and then the vision of our church, and we lived it out so much that there was great joy in Dingley? that there was great joy in the city of Kingston because signs, wonders and miracles and impact and influence was, was going everywhere. Did you know that you, you 
actually are a major contributing factor to the joy level of this city. So Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you that you're real and that you've called us. And we thank you for these guys now as we, as we baptise them, as we, as we cheer on their believing that happened years ago. But this morning we cheer on their baptism because it's, it's going to set them up. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's clap.